Welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another video here on the channel. If you're new here, my name is Morgan. I am a physical therapy practice owner and also a business coach for other healthcare professionals and physical therapists looking to open their own cash-based solo practice. In today's video, I wanted to take some time to address one of the questions that I've been getting asked a lot more frequently. This is something that I know that I had a, a question about it when I was first getting started, and I know that it's something that can sometimes hold people back. It can be kind of overwhelming to try to figure out or like weird to try to like gauge how much you should be charging for your services. So I wanted to talk about a few of the kind of like biggest FAQs or like one of the questions that that practice owners typically have when they go to start pricing and uh, really why these pieces that I'm going to go over these different things are what I think are a mistake um, and mistakes that I made uh, when I was first starting my own practice because I want you to not have to make those mistakes um, and learn from what I've gone through. And then after that we'll talk a little bit more about like the details of how to determine your pricing and a few different factors to think about with that. Plus check out the description down below. Um, there should be a link down there that will give you access to the calculator that I will show you in a little bit um, and you should be able to make a copy of it and use it for yourself and as always if you have any questions on this please let me know in the comments um, and we will jump right into how do I charge for cash-based therapy services so top four mistakes that I usually see other practice owners make because I've made them myself <laughs> and how we are not going to make these mistakes when it comes to pricing. So the first thing that usually comes up for people when they are trying to figure out how much they should charge for their sessions is they will ask, you know, what do you charge? What's the average that is charged? Let me look into that. And then, you know, based on what I see other people doing, I'll put myself somewhere right in the middle. And that is how they slash we, how I started like originally began pricing things. And you know, that's all fine and good. Like there's nothing like wrong with it, so to speak. However, it's not pricing based on your end goals. And that's the main thing. And what I'm going to encourage you to do throughout this video and uh, later on when you check out the calculator is to price your sessions based on your financial goals and the amount of time that you have so that you are able to meet your financial goals. And really like for me, my whole journey has been about you know making enough of an income so that I can support myself and not be stressed out about money because that's a, a lot of my backstory and I know something that a lot of other people have gone through when it comes to pricing that's one of my my biggest regrets is that I price things based on these four mistakes I'm going to go over instead of what is going to actually serve me so that I can best serve my clients first thing like I said is usually people will look at what the averages are and go off of that and so while I don't 
like super recommend doing that in order for you to come up with your actual prices. I do think it's okay to look at what other people are charging and just kind of get a gauge for like what's going on. I know that that made me feel a little bit more comfortable when I first got started, but beyond just like looking out of curiosity, um, using other people's prices to make your prices is not the way to go about it. But um, in the blog post that is linked to this video down in the description, I shared um, a pie graph of what um, some of the people in the Facebook group responded to one of my polls about how much they charge. So if you wanna check out what um, people are kind of charging on average, go and check out the blog post at the link down below. And it's about halfway into the blog post, I believe is that picture, and you can kind of check out what people are charging. The other mistake that kind of goes off of this one, you know, looking at like what's the average that people typically charge is new practice owners will also look and see what the average like cash prices in their area and base their services off of that. And again, there's no one right or wrong way to do things. Really the whole like intention of this video and the place that I'm coming from is that I want you to price things in a way that supports you, supports your family, supports your financial goals, so that you can be the best therapist and the best professional and the best business owner that you can, instead of always stressing out about money, always searching for new clients um, and feeling like it's never enough. And that's a topic for a whole other video but that's I just want to put that out there that that's kind of where this is coming from you know versus trying to be the cheapest out there uh, is not something that I uh, believe in for myself for my own practice and for my own business I don't want to be known as the cheapest I would much rather be known as you know the best quality the most compassionate you know the person who like offers the most value honestly um, that's the thing that I'm going for versus the pricing and there's more in the blog post that talks a little bit more about that and a book that I highly recommend to all practice owners honestly whether you're new or not is a book called the one page marketing plan and the author in that book talks a little bit more about price versus value um, and what to be known for. So when it comes to like what's the average like in the location that I'm in. If you are trying to price yourself as like the lowest price in town, that business model is only going to get you so far, especially if you're a solo practice owner. And that's the other perspective that this video is coming from is being a one person show. And then the other point about like, what's the average of cash prices around where you live is you know, you are not offering a service that's average, right? Like you're offering a service that's premium, it's highly personalized to your patients, it's a high touch service, you know, where you are really looking out for the people that you're working with. So there's nothing average about it. Um, so why are we trying to price things so that they're average when, you know, you're offering a premium service and a premium experience. And so it demands that kind of a price point too. The third mistake or the third thing that sometimes new practice owners will ask when it comes to starting to price their services is asking, what do you think people will pay? <laughs> what do I think people will pay? And I think that's a really hard question to ask and a really hard question to answer because when you think about like just money in general and what people spend money on people will buy you know a $5,000 TV but then look at a $29 a month gym subscription or gym membership and that's 
you know, too expensive, quote unquote, you know, or they spend $300 on um, a piece of clothing, but $300 night out is too expensive. And that it varies, right? Person to person, like what kind of camp you're in with regards to like, what's too expensive for what, but that's exactly it is that people's values change and shift so much person to person you can guess but it's honestly it's so much information and so many different factors that you would have to try to take into account that it ultimately is not going to end up serving you and really like the only person that you can really have a full understanding about what they value they're looking for is yourself and so i think that that is one of the best places to start when it comes to pricing is you know would you pay it? <laughs> like that's one thing that I, I really like to ask people. And of course we have the calculator that I'm gonna go over and talk about too. That'll give you like objective information about how to price things. But even if you, it, you know, the calculator spits out a certain number, you need to ask yourself if you would in fact pay the same price that you are asking of other people. Um, because I think it makes it really hard to try to sell things if you are not willing to, you know, in turn invest the same amount yourself. That kind of brings us to the end of the mistake sections or things that I wish I had done differently two years ago um, with regards to pricing um, because I think that it is, it's a really important part of your overall strategy so that you're able to, you know, start, launch, grow, operate at a good level without always feeling like really up and down stress level wise. That's always been, you know, my biggest thing and what I've been working really hard on trying to, to balance out uh, so that I enjoy, you know, my life, <laughs> enjoy um, my business and can keep growing. So next let's get into how to determine pricing for cash-based therapy um, and what I wish I would have done two years ago. Okay, so we're gonna go over the details in the calculator that I have for you. And you can find the link down in the description but mainly we are going to consider two different things when it comes to pricing your services um, and I do want to say that this is based on you know charging a certain amount for a certain you know number of sessions um, or price per session and I really think that that is a good place to start when it comes to pricing because it's it's the most tangible thing for for people who are new to um, selling services and selling outcomes that's the most tangible thing and the easiest to kind of conceptualize and then once you are comfortable with this you can always like kind of graduate and look into like charging for things and selling things that aren't like a direct uh, time for money kind of situation but that's a topic for another video as well so this is for people who are feeling you know a little bit chaotic with their pricing um, and aren't really sure what they need to be doing if you are feeling like you just need more and more and more and more clients um, you might want to consider that maybe you're not pricing your services high enough um, or for people who are just getting started um, like I said this is where I wish I had started with things so first we you're going to consider what your monthly take-home income goal is and this is something that I learned from one of my old business coaches Alex Engar is focusing a lot on your take-home income versus like your gross income in your business for the month and the reason that that's different is because what I pay myself is only a percentage of what I actually make in the business every month because I need to set aside money for expenses I need to put aside money for savings 
and I need to put aside money for taxes. So like the take home is only going to be a portion of it. I'm not gonna pay myself everything that I make in the month. And for each individual person, you know, you watching this, everybody's like percentages and proportions are gonna be a little bit different. Um, and for more information on that, I have another video here on the channel or at least definitely in my Facebook group about how to pay yourself and where that kind of comes from. Um, so definitely check that out. But first we're going to figure out what your monthly income goal is. And I'll go over this in the little like video clip of me going over the calculator. Um, but you're gonna figure that out first and not just what you need to like just get by, which is a mistake that I made um, when I first started. I was thinking, you know, like, what do I need to just get by um, versus pricing things in a way where I'm comfortable and like I'm functioning well, <laughs> everything's fine. And because I think like if you price yourself too low sometimes, you know, you're one always going to be like, I need more clients and more clients and more clients. And it also causes you just like a lot of stress. Be worried about like paying your bills and all that stuff. So think about where you want to be you know on a monthly basis as far as your take-home income to be super comfy and good to go and then you can go from there and then that brings us to step two which is looking at uh your actual time you're going to have a uh, time with your patients obviously where like it's income time or like direct income time is what i am kind of calling it versus time that you spend doing admin stuff documentation um marketing it's non-income time or like indirect income time I would say because it's not patient facing and you are going to have to take into account the time that you're with patients and without patients to figure out how much you actually want to be working and how many appointments you actually want per week um, because I think when you first get into this uh, you you might be thinking that like oh like I'll see you know 20 patients a week and that'll be fine that's basically part-time when you consider that plus all the background work that goes into it you just just want to make sure that you are committing yourself to a capacity that feels okay to you um, and you're not overstretching yourself which is something that I did at the beginning and wish I had not done <laughs> and lastly the calculator will show you based on your income goal and based on the amount of time that you have available for work and available for patient sessions per month the average price needs to be per session in order for you to reach your financial goals and then there's a little part about what to charge like for evals versus follow-up treatment sessions um, and I know not everybody prices those differently but just in case you do then you can figure out what your average price per session is and that will help you determine you know how to price your different sessions and then if you are planning on doing any discounts like a package discount then you need to make sure that like your lowest discounted price is still high enough so that your average price per session is helping you reach your financial goals. So I know that's a lot, but <laughs> hopefully hopefully you're following me. Um, and if you do have questions on that, just leave them in the comments down below. Okay, you guys, so here is a calculator that I just made about how to charge for your sessions. Um, and I do want to put just just put the disclaimer on this that there are a lot of different ways to charge for your sessions, um, lots of different structures you can do. And uh, this calculator here is a little bit more geared towards, I don't want to say it this way, but kind of like trading 
time for money. It's like very much like you need to charge this much for your time in order to get X result. And um, lots of people will tell you, including myself, (laughs) that uh, you shouldn't always be doing that. Like you shouldn't always be trading your time for money. That's why a lot of us are leaving our um, regular jobs. But I do firmly believe that for people who are just getting started or feel like they're very like scattered or chaotic in the way that they are charging for things, this is a really good place to start to give yourself like a concrete foundation and objective information that you can use to determine what you should be charging uh, as you go. And like once you have this unlock, you know, and things are good, you can always kind of graduate to the next step, which is looking into other structures for pricing things in a way that is starting to like move away from um, trading time for money. Um, So let me know if you have any questions on that uh, and we can go from there. So I'm just going to move myself over here and show you how to use this calculator. Um, So the first thing that we are going to take a look at here is, of course, like one I put on here when you go to make a copy of this for yourself um, with the functions that I put in here, they're pretty basic, but just don't uh, edit the cells that are in gray. Um, As you can see, like there's a, a function in there already. But the cells next to these uh, edit labels, uh, you can edit and put your own information in. Um, So we'll start up here at the top with our financial goals. Um, And like I wrote in the blog post for this video, I really want to encourage you to consider what you want to take home every month so that you're comfortable, like things are good, your bills are paid for, you can put money in savings, um, you can have a little bit of spending money. Um, You can do investing if that's something you're into, but like enough money so that like you are not stressed out. You have enough and everything is good to go. Um, You know, and that's going to be different for everybody. Uh, But we'll just start off using this calculator saying that our monthly take-home income goal is going to be $5,000. And then we can edit that. And then the next cell that we want to edit is how much do you pay in business expenses per month? Um, Some people are going to have more, some people are going to have less, but say that your business expenses were, you know, maybe it's just $2,000 a month. That's how you edit the sheet. Um, And then we have down here uh, how much to set aside for savings and how much to set aside for taxes. I have another video in the Facebook group that goes over like how to pay yourself and where I'm kind of getting these numbers from. And a lot of what I base my own stuff on is from the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. So definitely check that out if you have more questions. But pretty much we're looking at here a rough distribution of we want to take home about 50%. Uh, We want to set aside like 20 to 30% for expenses. Um, Potentially, some people run pretty lean uh, practices, so you could have a lot less than that. Um, When you want to be setting aside like 5 to 10% for savings, this is one of the best things that I have ever done um, so that I have more money in reserve just in case we have like a, a lower month or something happens, whatever it is highly recommend putting money into savings and then uh, of course setting aside money for taxes which you can roughly estimate 15 to 20 percent that's what I've been doing the past couple of years and that has worked out just fine <laughs> 
Um, so if you want more information on the distribution of uh, percentages and everything, check out my other video. It should be in the Facebook group. Um, I think it's just called How to Pay Yourself. Uh, and you know like ch change them around as you need to but these cells here are just based on uh round sums of money so you want to take home 5k you have 2k in expenses you want to save 1k and you want to put aside 2k for uh taxes so these ones have nothing to do with uh percentages i just put that in here as like a rough estimate um and as you can see, then we have a sum of we need to be bringing in overall, like our gross income needs to be $10,000 in order to reach our financial goal for the month. Um, like I said, that could change for everybody. So that's the first thing that we're going to start with. Don't edit this out. And then the second step that we are going to take down here is to evaluate your time. Um, and it is so common to think like, on a daily and weekly basis that we have more time than we think that we do. And then over the course of a year, like we have, uh, you know, we think we have less time than we actually do. Like time is such a weird thing. Um, but I really wanted to put this piece in here because for newer practice owners, and like I did this when I started, um, you know, I, I thought like the, like conceptualizing it, like I was thinking that if I saw 15 patients a week, like I would be working 15 hours a week. And that's not true. <laughs> oh, I know that sounds simple. Um, but I do know other people uh, will kind of come into this thinking that way. Or, you know, like they'll think like, oh, like I can totally see like 20 or 30 patients a week, like that's totally fine. And um, part of that, I think comes from a place of like, you think you need to be seeing that many patients so you do like you think about what your like maximum capacity possibly could be and you think that you need to fill your schedule with appointments just because so i just want to urge you to really think about that and see like if you actually do want to be seeing that many patients a week um or not uh you know and that's going to be something that is a little bit more personal um and we also need to consider not only like patient appointment time, but all the time that we need for like commuting, like driving to patients, uh, time that we need for admin and time that we need for marketing as well, um, or anything else that you are doing within your business or when you're working on your business, you do need extra time for that. So I wanted to take some time to evaluate, you know, in order to make this $10,000, with the, the amount of time, the limited amount of time that we have, what needs to happen with that. So let's say like for me, I know that I personally like to keep my appointments to 12 or less per week. So I'm gonna put that in there. And then you saw down here, this just changed to red and I'll go over what that's about in a second. Um, but let's say that I only wanna have 12 appointments a week. So that means I have 48 per month available. Um, and then for me, currently, like in my practice, I see people virtually or uh, in my garage gym, so I don't have any commute time. But let's say that I did, um, and if I were to drive around, I would say that I might have like mm, maybe like a 40-minute commute per appointment, so like 20 minutes to somebody's house and then 20 minutes home. Uh, so that would be approximately like 0.666 uh, hours um, per appointment. That's what that means. So the average commute time total 
in hours uh, per appointment that you have. So two thirds of an hour per appointment. Uh, so then if we add together the average appointment hours per week, 12, plus the commute time per week, that brings me to about 20 hours um, a week. And we can just, um, let's see, decrease the decimal places. So we're at about 20 hours. Um, and then if we want to add in additional like admin time, so maybe about five hours a week and then marketing time about five hours a week. And depending on what you're doing, I feel like this might be a little bit, uh, I guess, conservative. You probably are going to end up doing a little bit more than this. But just like considering with, let's say that it's just uh, 10 hours of week, a week of, you know, non-patient time and non-drive time, um, your total working hours per week are going to be 30 hours. So for 12 patient appointments, you're looking at roughly a 30-hour week. Um, and I think that that's good to know and helps to kind of put it into perspective how much you actually are going to be working in your business, um, you know, versus saying like, oh, I only have 12 appointments this week. And, um, you know, like I'm only going to work like 12 or 15 hours. So, you know, it, it is a little bit different. But then like consider, you know, if you did want to put on your schedule like 30 visits a week, you know, and then maybe it's an hour per appointment, like 30 minutes one way and 30 minutes back, um, you know, plus still doing the admin and marketing, you're looking at working 70 hours a week. And for some people, that's fine. Um, for other people like myself, it's like, holy cow, that's a lot. <laughs> um, so it just kind of gives you like an idea of what you really want to be doing. And so like, if we go back to like, this is what could possibly happen. If we go back to just like, what's our ideal. Um, so let's say our ideal is 12 appointments a week. Um, and you know, like for me, I don't go anywhere, so I don't have any, uh, commute time. Um, then I'm looking at for 12 appointments a week, working 22 hours a week, which is great. So um, looking at that. And then I did some calculations to figure out based on what our like gross income is for the month um, or like our, our goal, uh, just, you know, all in take home expenses, uh, savings and taxes. We want to be making about $10,000 a month and we have a total of, you know, 22 working hours a week or 88 per month. Um, the average price per session required to meet our take-home income goal, this 5k here, is $208.33. Um, so our average amongst all of our appointment sessions needs to be 208, 208 or above in order to reach our income goal. Um, and then I put down here just a couple of other things to kind of like figure out what our average is right now. So for myself, I know I've been charging 150 because um, I only see a couple of patients right now. I focus a little bit more on business coaching and marketing. But let's say that I charge 150 for an eval, 150 for follow ups. And then like my average plan of care, I would say, is eh, maybe about eight sessions. Um, so with the eight sessions plus the eval, my average price per session, of course, is 150. Um, and let me just drop this down so you can see a little bit more what's going on. So if we have 150 for eval, 135 for follow-ups, and then average plan of care not including the eval is eight, that brings my average price per session in the typical plan of care to 136, where, you know, like my 
average price required to meet my uh, take-home income goals is 208. So in order to, if I keep these prices, in order to meet this average, I don't, I mean, like, obviously, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't meet the average, but I would essentially need to probably double um, how many appointments I have. Let's see what's going on here. If we do 24 visits a week. Um, yeah, so if we do 24 visits a week instead, and you can see down here, that means that I only need to be averaging 104 per visit in order to um, in order to meet my income goal. Hopefully you guys are staying with me on this. Um, and that brings our average price to 136. But you can see that I had to like double the amount of sessions I'm doing. And if you're doubling the amount of sessions, you know, you're going from working 22 hours a week to 24 hours or 34 hours a week, 24 patient sessions. And I don't know about you, but that's like, that's a lot. Like I personally cap out between like 15 to 20 appointments a week. Um, so that would be like a really, really full week. Um, you know, and you've increased your, your working time by 12 hours. So you would really have to be hustling. Um, and that means, you know, you're looking at like five appointments a day um, if you work Monday to Friday. So just some things to think about. Um, anyway, so that's how this calculator works. And then down here, it'll also tell you like what the average price of a typical plan of care is. Um, just some more information to take into consideration. But for myself, if I wanted to, if I knew like I was like hard dead set on I can only do 12 appointments a week, um, you know, that brings our average that we need back up to 208. Now I need to be looking at doing potentially like 225 for an eval and maybe like 200 for follow-ups. But you can see here that only brings my average up to 202. So this might have to go up if we bring it up to 205. That's still less. So if we do 210, of course, that's going to be above the average that we need in order to reach our income goals. Um, so just based on the numbers and based on the time that I have to um, to uh, contribute to this business, uh, you know, I'm looking at needing an average uh, price per visit of 208, which is a lot higher, or not a lot higher, but it is higher uh, than what I have been charging in my garage gym. And I would need to charge 225 uh, per eval and 210 per follow-up uh, in order to average out 211 per visit. And this would be like just if I were doing, um, you know, like just doing PT. So that's like, if this were the only uh, income source, these are the numbers that we would have to work with. Uh, so I hope that that makes sense. Um, you know, if you do have questions, please leave them in the comments below. Uh, if we need to go over anything else a little bit more specifically, but please uh, make a copy of this uh, spreadsheet. It should be in the description down below. Um, and I hope that this helps. All right, so that brings us to the end of this video. I hope that was helpful. Really, I want this to come from a place, like I said, where you set yourself up for success, not only in business, but also 
in your personal life and just <laughs> living a life as a human and making sure that you are able to take care of yourself so that you can be there the best that you can for the patients and the clients that you work with. And I also really like putting this kind of stuff together because it's very like numbers oriented and numbers focused um, and gives like a good foundation that is tangible and you can you can conceptualize in order to continue to move forward and have an understanding of what your numbers are and where they're coming from. So with that, um, best of luck with your pricing. If you have questions, leave them down in the comments below and don't forget to like and subscribe if this was helpful. See you in the next one. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I am honored to be a part of this community of healthcare entrepreneurs, and it is my hope that by sharing and spreading stories, advice, and knowledge to people just like you who want something more, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on my website at morganneese.com or on Instagram at drmorganneese. Who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Have an idea for a topic that hasn't been covered yet? Please email me at morgan at thewellphysio.com.